Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions and random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert, and once again, I have uh, the co-host from the Greggy Gathering and Kingdom Fanka. Say hi, guys. This is John Ming. Oh, oh sorry. Wrong, wrong person. <laughs> hi, this is Derek. Howdy doody. This is Tyler. I just said howdy doody for some reason. We did the joke yesterday, guys. We don't have to do it again. I, right. I I hadn't got him out of my system yet. I'm on, I hear the stuff and junk, you know, intro, and it's just like you know, I'm I'm used to the normal progression of your intro. <laughs> okay, yes, that's true. Um, since I have Derek and and Tyler on, I figured this is the best time for yeah, me to you do. bring up this topic because I can't bring this to topic to drumming or Rudy because they have no experience in this uh, movie press screenings and screeners. Okay, so Wait, uh, movie press screenings and screeners. Oh, right. Uh, yes. First off, I know Derek uh, gets a lot of press screenings for some reason, and I think a lot of listeners well, would like to know. Well, I used to, not so much anymore. <laughs> okay, but but in your experience, okay, for me and Tyler, I'm I'm speaking on Tyler's behalf here. We normally see this stuff from conventions, right? Convention does screenings for future movies, whatnot, and one of our favorite screeners that we uh, ever seen at a comic con was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Right? Oh yes. Yeah. So, so for yeah, me, yeah. I, I don't get to see. Sometimes I get them because I have friends in Hollywood, but like, and that's only if I, well, yeah, if I pursue usually. Yeah. <laughs> I, and also in the past, I've I've gotten I've gotten some press screenings like like you know oh we're doing some kind of testing thing and if you guys want to watch it blah 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 blind you I send it an email response they tell me to go here to go watch it I did it a handful of times myself but I don't do it very often at all I know Derek does it as much as he can right. Yes, I do. Yes, so, I do. So I think listeners would like to know what is the process of going to press screenings? Uh, it's not anything really any different from a regular movie um, unless you unless you get something like, let's say, like Star Wars, you know. But let's just say on the, on the norm, a regular press screening is you just go to whatever said theater. There's someone at a desk. Um, at the front, usually in the concession stand okay, area or on, at the entrance on. of the time theater. Out, time, time out, time out, Derek. What? Before we get right. to the part where you're actually watching going to the movie theater, how did you get the press screening in the first place? Oh, I oh, also can tell you that because no, I, I used to do that way back when. All right, you like, I, I was, I was always, a critic for years. All right, it's always uh, uh, you're, trust me, you're still a critic. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. So, Tyler, uh, why, why don't you go first then? Tyler, okay, how, go ahead. How do you get um, press screenings back in the past? So how how it was a thing uh, back in Austin was uh, I, I used to go for for fun sneak in because I was working for a website that was kind of shady um, mm -hmm. and uh, no not not the one that, that you're thinking of Derek as a, <laughs> as a different one I, I've written for like five different websites but um, and so I um, and so I used to just go and they would always ask you know because you can go as a general audience as long as you get like GoFobo or you just get the information or maybe like a slip or something like that if you go to a movie theater and be like hey if you come back on this date you can see that you can possibly see a mystery movie for free and so I did that a couple of times until um, I finally met somebody and I what I needed was a business card and a website that's actually had me listed as part of the team. And then I got an old list, an email blast, and then that, I got invited for everything after that. When I got out here, though, I was still quasi-writing for another shady website, one that Derek knows. And <laughs> I I actually had to go. I, I went up to a movie theater that I knew had a screening because of GoFobo. And I actually had to give somebody my card who actually gave me an email address to. And I had to email somebody to get onto the press list for 
those uh, for the company that runs those specific ones. And I had to find different ones and get on the lists of all of them. I still get invited to them every once in a while on one specifically. But since I stopped going to, to, to them completely, um, I no longer uh, get the emails. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like that, that's how I got in. And then, yeah, you get emails and, and blasts and stuff like that. Uh, just just, just to clarify for the listeners, uh, gofobo.com is a website that you can go to to get movie screenings, movie reviews. I don't know. Kind of stuff. It's really, GoFobo is pretty worthless now. Whenever I get emails from them now, like, it's for like, chance of winning things. But there's not a lot of, I, also there hasn't been any screenings for the past year. But yeah. I, I only, I've gone to a few of them. But that's only because I still get the emails. Like There's like TrueView and like a bunch of other websites too that do the same thing. But I, I still, I'm on the press list of, one of them still and so i'll go see something sometimes but yeah actually, that's a process for me actually i, I, I want to uh, oh, go ahead go ahead Dart. oh i was just saying uh, to piggyback on his gofobo thing in case you know for the listeners um i can't speak of anything other than la but at least in la the, th- the problem with gofobo is it's it's very uh sought after by everybody right and yeah. if you sign up for something for gofobo you better get there like three or four hours earlier or you ain't getting in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why I hardly ever go to these press screenings anymore because for the exact same reason. I hate no 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 no, no 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 but that's that's go fobo, that's not press, that's right. different. Well, oh. they will have press people as well, and you just show up at the door. Yeah, like it's it's all the same saying, one. Sometimes so they do have a press only one, and yeah. I've been in a couple like but I I'm saw saying... Dumb and Dumber two uh the second Dumb and Dumber movie, um, like the the remake, not the one with uh Eric Christian Olsen and what's his face, but the actual one with Jim Carrey and uh and oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? And um, he's like one of my favorite actors right now. Anyway, so uh, Jeff Daniels, thank you, Tyler. Um, and so um, <laughs> like that, that was a full on press only for screening. But that's what I'm saying. If you go, if you go to a press screening, you're not going to have to wait in line for four hours. Is my point. Versus GoFobo, it's a first come first serve. Press screenings are first come first serve, mm-hmm. but they're not like. I mean, you can't show up probably like, you know, 10 minutes before the movie. Yeah, you're probably screwed. But you don't have to show up four hours before the movie either. Yeah. 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 You get there 30 unless minutes it's, unless it's Unless it's like Star Wars. But yes, then you exactly. also you also have the cases where you go to GoFobo for a screening. And then like the like a certain amount of rows are reserved for the press. And that's, yeah. that's kind well, of I told I told you my story on your podcast before and several of mine about Correct. the... The um the Transformers Four. Yeah, let's not go back to that to. again. <laughs> and that was a press. That was a press only one. Right. I got right. in, and Variety didn't, which I think is hilarious. That is kind of funny. Yeah, that is very funny. I I I honestly can't even remember the movie. It's so long ago. I'd have to probably call my friend and actually ask him because I don't remember. But there was one time I waited for GoFobo, and we waited in line at least two or three hours, maybe Ooh. even longer, and we didn't get in. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Derek, in, on your end, uh, how do you get press screenings? Uh, it's it's generally the same thing like Tyler's saying. Um, usually it's from a website that I uh, write for and we um, our editor will just forward us a link or an email um, saying what the information is and then we just show up and give our names and you know either he signed us up or we signed ourselves up. Or there's ones that we've been getting now with the podcast and we have our um, some of our own connections that are separate. Um, it depends on you know company and uh, who, because each uh, publicity company or publicity group deals with different properties um, and and uh, uh, intellectual properties and stuff and branding mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so you know, like uh, we get a lot of stuff from AMC. Um, I don't know how we've 
been able to have such a great relationship with them, but we've had a really good relationship with them for uh, several years now. Um, we get invited to a lot of their stuff. Um, but yeah, they just email you and say, okay, this screening's happening on this such and such a day. Uh, would you be interested in, you know, attending the screening, you know, for as press? And then you just email them back and say, you know, RSVP uh, one or two or, you know, plus one or whatever. And then they just email you back. And you have to, you have to though, make sure that you get there reasonably early in time because they, they do overbook. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of press and there's a lot of there's a lot of small websites like small venues that, that yeah. they invite to, but they will always like, like if unless you're like Variety, Hollywood Reporter, IGN, or something like that caliber, like they don't have to do jack shit. They everything is already set for them. It's all the small ones, small ones where they're just like, yeah, you're you're basic, like you're general press, as opposed to like, yeah, there's special treatment for the bigger ones. The weird thing is those every once in a while, um, we get some uh, really like uh cool uh i don't know i don't want i don't know if i'd say special because we you know they were smaller movies but special in the sense like um there was a that natalie portman space movie which was not good but not the point but like i actually got to go on the fox lot for that one and it was just in this little like hundred person theater and there was only like maybe 20 people in it i'm like wow. i'm sitting in the fox lot in this little private theater this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> um and then when we saw when we saw parasite actually it was this random uh the uh little theater in uh west hollywood but it like it was just like a screening room it wasn't like you know a regular uh movie theater in a mall or anything it was like it looked like you were going into just a normal office building and you go in to the room and you know through this and that door and then all of a sudden boom there's like this 50 person screening room that we got to sit in and we and we sat with these all these other uh press people but that was like looking back on that movie so much because we got to see that movie before that movie ever came out with this small little niche group of people and that was right. fucking awesome yeah so so in in both of your cases you either had to be part of a website the person on the from the website has to reach one somebody from the studio or distributor or whatever and I mean, or... yeah D D derek derek has somebody who actually helped him out where me right. i was I had I had to seek out after that stuff, right? Like, but, just, including just, that one website that I don't want to talk about. No, there. I'm just saying just to break <laughs> just just to break it down, or or somebody actually gets a hold of you, kind of thing, and say and ask and actually ask you to go. So I mean, that. with G, with GGG, I'm friends with somebody who does almost she does PR and does all the events for all the anime movies. So mm -hmm. I always get notice on that and uh, I get press screenings yeah. for that. Like every other week, I get an email. From them, and it's also just people that you know from conventions yeah. and so stuff it's like connections. that, and and in DC stuff as well. I get, um, you know, I, I I I was at a party for San Diego Comic Con, met one of the heads of PR for DC, and I get whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, so so a lot of it also has to do with connections as well. Now, now Tyler, you mentioned that there wasn't very much screeners or screenings uh, the past year for obvious reasons for COVID. However, you guys have you any of you experienced the whole like online? screener stuff that, that that some studios have been doing I, I don't have time i don't know i mean like i stopped doing everything years ago like okay second year of, G, of ggg so like i only get the anime i got the stuff i get now is only because i'm friends with the people i've taken myself off of almost all the lists or i never responded or went so they would take me off too um like i said ggg is not press or news or anything like that mm -hmm. and i don't have a lot of time to even before the the quarantine i didn't have a lot of time to leave my apartment anyway so I just I, I have not gone to a screening since Boss Baby. Okay, and Derek, how about yourself? Have you ever experienced the online screener stuff that they've been doing uh, the past um, year? 
I have, but not since the pandemic. Okay. Because with the pandemic, everything with my job, I just got so busy and so tired. And I'm still busy and tired, but not as much as I was. But um, I've just now been going through um, keeping it's funny because you had your episode about cleaning up your email. Um, but mm -hmm, uh, yeah. I've been I've been trying to keep up on my emails at least like the last month or so. And so far, nothing's come across that I've been interested in. But um, I did clean up some old ones and I am mad about some stuff I missed. But oh, well, it, it happens. But Mike and I did do right before the pandemic hit um, in like, I think, January or February, we did do actually a couple online screeners. And what they would do is they just take your email and then they would be like, uh, I'd be like, you know, uh, can you send it to my co-host as well? And they're like, sure. So you send a Mike's email and then they just send you the an email with a link and then you watch it and you have a certain amount of time. They say like this screener will expire on such and such date and you have to watch it by that time. You can watch it as many times as you want or you can start it fast forward, whatever. Mm. But you have to watch it by, you know, let's say a week or four days or whatever. And if you don't watch it by then, then it's bye bye. That, that's different from what I've heard from other people. Some other people said that some of the movie screeners, especially the ones the one that get eligible for Oscar nominations or whatever. What they oh, did, well, that's different. Yeah, well, what, the, what they did was they actually have you literally watch it live with everybody else in the press online. So they say, okay, go into this link at this time, watch it. You can't rewind, you can't fast forward, nothing like that. You're literally watching the movie straight through streaming and then you're done. Some, some of the students were doing it that way. But that's but that's awards consideration. That's different. I'm talking about press for like uncoming films. Awards considerations, yeah, totally oh, different. <laughs> that's completely different. Okay. No, I, but I'm saying is like like I think they only did that because of the pandemic. Because normally they want people to go to a movie theater, right? No, well, they've, the, al they've always done virtual, uh, especially for um, awards and stuff like that, uh, especially for the Academy Awards. So one of our, um, I, I I guess I yeah, Josiah. It's part of the screenwriters guilds. He gets all the screeners and like he, yeah, it, it, he's been getting them at home. Mm -hmm. um, other friends of the gathering who from the past uh, and stuff, I, I won't name now because they're not really associated, but like, I, I yeah, they, they get, they get boxed. Like they'll, they'll get swag. Like they'll get like really nice boxes of like actual DVDs or Blu-rays or like a nice email with a code. And they'll even get something in the mail and everything for it. Like, yeah. So award shows, I mean, and again, that's, part of people in the guilds but i can't imagine it being any different for the press so okay. yeah yes. so if well if, okay go ahead the, the, well i was just gonna say that everything tyler's saying is right until this year it's supposedly because i the a lot of my friends that have been you know that uh have gotten me into a lot of the fyc's and uh awards consideration panels or screenings and stuff uh and the sag people know too is uh this is supposed Supposedly the last year for physical media, it's going to be all digital after this year. Yeah. So you will no longer get the cool boxes or the cool packages in the mail. Or DVDs. Yeah. It, this is the last year that it's supposed to happen. Mm. So um, everything he's saying is true, but it's going to end. <laughs> so no more swag. There's no reason for it. No more. No, I, no I mean, more it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, these will be cheaper for them. Yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, I'm with Tyler though, in the sense of like, it's great that they get, because I have a lot of friends, you know, I'm sure we both do, but I have a lot of friends that are in SAG. And the thing is, yeah. is like, you know, uh, they get so, so many people get so many screeners or like, let's say they don't like the movie or like, oh, you know, I, or my roommate has this one. I don't need it. Or like, I've, I have friends all the time that'll give me like just 
fucking bags of like, do you want my screeners? And they'll just give me them all. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'll take them. Which they're not supposed to, which they're not supposed to do, right? Screeners, which, I have. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, just to be clear, huh? which, which they're not supposed to do, right? <laughs> you're not. You the, yeah. No, you're well, not supposed to do it. They can. Tra I don't know how, but supposedly they can trace it back to if they somehow got a hold oh, of yeah, your yeah, dick, yeah, 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 yeah. they yeah, would yeah. know who they Every, got it from. Like you can't sell them on eBay or anything. Like if they no, you can't. they can find they can find out who put that on eBay and they can nail you. But what I from what I've been told from what I from what I've been told, um, after the award show, you can do basically whatever you want as long as you don't make money. Like like you can give them to goodwill and somebody else can just get grab it or you can give them to friends and stuff from i mean that's what's happened in austin because i used to get i used to get some stuff from austin like i mean not not very much but they would just be like yeah you can't do anything with this until after the award show but you can't make money from it yeah like, but that was the whole thing like you, you can give it to somebody you can you know uh just like any other dvd and stuff like that because they don't care as long as they win and they don't care as long as they have a potential chance of winning. Then they don't mm -hmm. care what you do as long as you don't make money with it. But, but that, that's not become... change because that was, that was like 10 years ago. So oh, that was 10 years ago. Cause I mean, that, that, that doesn't really become a, a copyright situation because they have to sell the, the video on demand or the, the Blu-ray version of that thing anyway, if a screener is on the open I, like that. I, I mean, but that's the thing is like, it's not illegal for me to give my friend a DVD, well, no, a no, normal yeah. DVD in that, that I in pay that, for. In that regards. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. But so like, and like with you receiving a gift, from somebody it's okay i feel like it's okay for you to re-gift somebody it's very different when you're making when you're Money profiting though correct. yeah correct now now like, I, I, like I, if, if you donate to goodwill you don't profit from it yeah you can claim it as a tax break but like congratulations you saved a half a cent a half a penny <laughs> so so I, I, as you both know with with, with my i saw a movie blog where i do my non-spoiler review stuff uh my philosophy has always been if i can watch a movie you can watch a movie so in in that mm -hmm. regards, I never really watch screeners, right? Because mm -hmm. I want I want to be able to watch something that people can actually pay money for in a movie theater or in video demand or whatever. So I, mm -hmm. I've been kind of laying off on screeners. However, recently, recently there have been people who have been sending me screeners, like independent distributors or whatever kind of thing, and I actually have seen two of them, right? And which has been on video demand. Um, my experience has been kind of weird in that sense because. I kind of I don't know if how you guys felt about it, but I do feel a little bit of pressure trying not to give them a bad review because they gave it to me for free. Now, what is your philosophy there? Do you just like I don't care, I'm going to say whatever I want, or do you not feel any kind of pressure? I, I'm not a critic anymore. I'll say whatever the hell I want. Okay, well, you, <laughs> uh, Derek, you, you you go to like a press screening, you see the celebrities and whatnot, uh, you have connections with them. Do you ever feel the pressure? Of like, well, I should give them at least like a, a good review because they they're doing all these things for me for free. I like well, per example, um, it's it's it, there's a, I have a per example is I can't remember the fucking name. It's gonna bother me. That so that same Natalie Portman movie where she played the astronaut. Oh, yeah. uh, that movie, not, that movie not was movie. not good. Not a good it movie. Was, no. I really really did not enjoy it. Yeah. I very much almost you know it's one of those I almost wanted my two hours of my life yeah. back kind of things. But when we did the review. I I didn't sit there and say like, well, this is a pile of shit. Please do not watch this. It's horrible. No, but I did say everything that I oh. thought wrong. Like I was like, it's too slow, or like I didn't like yeah. this character, or like I thought it was too long. Like I said all that, but I didn't sit there and like you know like this is the worst thing ever. Don't go see this. You know. So it's like you give your honest review, but you don't like overly desecrate the do movie. It. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I, 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 here. So okay, I was actually okay. So this is what I've been told before was. Uh, 
from another website that was very respectful and I liked working with. Um, if you do get something from them and and it's okay for you to give them a bad review, because here's the thing. Just because you give them a bad review this time, they're not going to cut you off. Because here's the thing. They want to get you to like their movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you may not like this movie, but it's a way better story for you to actually like the movie or their movies later on. Like, they won you over, too. Again, you still have to be respectful. Like, I don't like this movie because I think these are problems. and I think that the studio needs to fix these issues if they're going to continue making movies, if it's independent art houses, you know? And I think if you're doing, if you're being very constructive and respectful, you have nothing to worry about. If you're being, and you're just like, yeah, man, they suck. They should just give up, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're being <laughs> like that, of course, they're not going to give you anything. But if you're being respectful and and constructive, that actually maybe entice them into giving you more screeners in the in the future to win you over. So where you do give them better reviews later on. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I mean, in, in my case, the way, I, the way I've been doing it uh, is that, I mean, and part of their part of their release is to give you like, oh, here are the posters, here are the here are the trailers or whatnot. I'll actually watch the trailer. If the trailer looks like something of a movie that I actually would like, I'll go ahead and request for the screener. If the trailer shows me something that I I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna like, I don't even bother asking. You know, that's kind of what I've been doing. Oh. Yeah. So oh, dude, I I get like like well, like I was just telling you, I've been going through my emails. We get every time we get emails for every random independent movie, like we get so much emails from stuff i'm like why are they even like you know like rom-coms and stuff I'm like right. why, we're called the geekdom fangas why are you sending me a rom-com but it's just like i understand they probably just like churn out have us on a list and they just churn yeah, out you know three thousand email. emails to everybody you yeah. know yeah but it's just funny like yeah. there's so many times i'll look yeah, at something and i'm nothing, like yeah nothing, I'm not is special. nothing is special anymore like i'm i'm friends with people from pr like i'm, I'm good friends with people who actually do some of the screenings and stuff like that and they, I do not get any special treatment. They don't send me anything extra. They get the I get the exact same emails as other people. Now sometimes they have different tiers, and I'll be on a higher tier than some people because I know the person. But I'm still being treated exactly the same as everybody else. Yep. If that makes any sense. Yeah. It makes no, sense. it does. I, yeah, but I, I think for me, I'm gonna like I said, I'm only gonna get the screeners from the ones that I actually kind of want to watch. And so far, there've only been two of them. And, and no, so, but I, well, I'm just saying in the sense to like uh, to comfort you that we've been on. Uh, uh, getting like a good steady from whatever this company, mm-hmm. the company cl- or colon companies that have been sending us stuff for well over a year now, right. I turned down 75% of the stuff they send us and they oh. keep sending it. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I believe you. Cause, cause the, I've been doing it every day. I've been getting a, I've been getting a screener request thing. And, and the majority of the time I don't watch it. Cause like I said, my philosophy has been um, the movies I review. It you can like also, everything is so different than it was yeah. like, you know, nine years ago when I moved out here. It sounds, it sounds like everything is different because, okay. Well, I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that we're, we're currently in the pandemic and they can't do press screenings at theaters. Right, right. I, I think that definitely is a big factor of it because, like, yeah, everything's like, oh, if you want us to send you a link or if you want us to send you a screener, and it's like they can't just, you know, they can't just say, because, you know, before we, uh, like, we we had one for, um, so we had one for Buffaloed, that Zoe Deutsch movie, Good movie. and then we had, we had the one for uh, what was the Will Ferrell Julie Louise Dreyfus movie? Oh, uh, Snow down one? down no, is it down something down down it, low or something? It's, or whatever? it's a anyway, it's, it's a remake. It's a remake of um, uh, oh, damn it, a Force Majeure. Oh, yeah. It's a remake of Force Majeure. Right. So, but the, my point is, is like, so we reviewed both of those at the same time within the same week, and Buffalo sent us screener links through our computers. 
and we watched them at home. And then the, the Will Ferrell one we saw in person at Arclight and that was within the same week. Mm. So it's just, it probably, it's probably all depends on the company and stuff, but it's just, you know, with the pandemic, of course, there's none of that. Correct. So. Correct. And like I said, for, for me, it has always been, I relied on my regular Unlimited to watch these movies in movie theaters, like everybody else would kind of thing or video on demand. But, you know, video demand is so much more expensive than going to use Regal Unlimited for a month. So if I can get screeners for a movie that I know for sure I'm going to watch, I'm probably just going to watch the screener. How much are they? Video on demand? They're like, yeah. they're like they are like can go from $7 to like 20 bucks nowadays. Oh, I wouldn't know. I've never used them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like I said, I've always relied on Regal Unlimited. Just pay the $25 a month and go to as many movies as you want in theaters. But now it's just, um, it's just so much more expensive for me right now in the, in the pandemic because I don't have that as an option. So, so yeah, so there's that. Okay, but well, anyway, so you're, and also you're an honorable guy. And I well yeah, and I'm I'm an honorable guy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, if you ever were curious about screeners, press screenings, whatnot, hopefully that answered your questions. I I, I do want to say one last thing. Okay. Uh, I, I I going back to what you're saying about leaving a positive negative review. I have no knowledge and I would love to know if they actually listen to our episodes when we put them out. We have no I way to know. It. Like they've never written yeah. us back saying, Oh, thank you for the positive review. They've never written us. They've never said anything. Yeah. So I always wonder if they actually listen to our episodes. <laughs> I don't, I don't think the people who send you the stuff actually care, but I've, no. I've gotten, I've gotten emails and responded from like directors and writers from the movies I've reviewed, especially really? the ones, especially the ones that I did not like. So, so I've I've had those kind of kind of kind of emails from those directors and writers, but for the most part, and that's 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 the only uh, thing I got from other people from my reviews. So go figure. But yeah, okay, all right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five. Derek Tyler, go ahead. You can find me on thegrandgeekgathering.com where we have articles, videos, podcasts, and so much more. All of our podcasts are available on all podcast apps and services. We have a YouTube, Discord, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the stuff. Come find us at The Grand Geek Gathering. Uh, my name is Derek, and I am with the podcast, The Geekdom Fancast. We are on all social medias under Geekdom Fancast, and we're also on uh, every podcast app that we think is out there. So we should be there. Just search Geekdom Fancast, and we should come up playing. Music has been provided by the White Axis. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatsworse.com as well as the show notes. Uh, before we go, uh, how about a recommendation, Tyler? Oh, yeah. Um, wait, can I have like a non-recommendation -re sure. and a recommendation? It's, our non-recommendation <laughs> is still a recommendation, but go ahead. Okay. Um, my recommendation is to go on HBO Max and watch the the South Park uh, pandemic special because they just announced that they're going to have a vaccine uh, special coming out. And then I also do not recommend anybody to watch the movie Irresistible. It is usually, <laughs> it is absolutely one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and <laughs> it is so bad. And I don't want to. I don't wish anybody to. I, it, it's not. It's not. It's not even. It's so bad. It's good or fun. It's just a bad film. It's just so bad. So <laughs> do not watch that sack of shit. God, John Stewart. I thought you were better than that. Well, I mean, I mean, he's a good host in person, but director, eh, not quite there yet. Or writer. Oh my god, the writing is. is it, oh god, that movie made me so mad. I was like, I wasted time on this like usually i'm just like laughing off and I'm like that was a waste of time this one i was like just angry so that's it yeah that was one of the movies that i was gonna watch last year and then and then uh 
there were so many people saying how bad it was. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna bother. So I never did. It had a it has a great premise and great actors, great yeah. cast. It's just oh my god, the worst directing. It's just it's just shitty. Yeah, it's disappointing. Well, that makes me sad. Yeah. All right. This was episode 406 of the Stuff and Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. <laughs> <laughs>